Chapter Three of the Rock Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Rock Frog by Harriet Anna Cheever. The Marsh Frog. Judge Kerchunk, peeping from his open door, saw first one little round head, then another, come cautiously out of the water, yet it was some time before the boldest frog dared raise himself to the edge of the pond. But when the water showed no shadow, when there was no whir in the air, and across the way the rock frog was seen stretching out his head for a good look around, they came slowly at first then in greater numbers towards the rock several crept from under stones or hopped from under dark leaves and soon judge kerchunk had a large company of pipers bobbing in front of his chambers all peeping forth their fear of what had happened to the smart man frog from the marsh we had no chance to warn him they cried the air giant came so swiftly it was all we could do to look out for our own lives and scud for safety to the nearest shelter of water leaf or stone i warned him or rather tried to answered the rock frog but in his noisy swelling rage he had no ears with which to hear and now he perhaps will never drum more at that a whole chorus of frogs took up the words never drum more never drum more never drum more it was a cry of sorrow a lament for the foolish frog who had left them in such a dreadful hurry a gentleman who was driving out with a lady in the cool of the day stopped the horse to listen to the queer wail of the frogs they were not afraid of the carriage nor the people they were not the kind of objects that often harmed them and the gentleman said to the lady what a strange sound the frogs are making to-night it seems solemn as if they were mourning over something listen what a queer note and louder than before the cry arose from a great bunch of frogs on the rock never drum more never drum more never drum more the frogs farther in on shore wondered what had happened and when the others left the rock they came in turn to be told what the eagle had done then the whole multitude by the water took up the chorus and all night long there rang from the region of long pond the dull croak that told all the frogs round of the sad fate of poor boom a room in the meantime the marsh frogs wondered what had become of their king he had been expected to lead off in a grand hop or dance that was to be given the next night and when he did not appear to make any plans there were loud calls for the marsh king by noon the frogs grew still more restless and hopped here and there searching for the active knowing fellow that could always help and direct them then the pert young frog that had told boom a room about judge kerchunk 
croaked out ah it was yesterday that our king was very angry with the frogs at long pond you remember his telling that when he went over there expecting to be treated with great respect every froggy went away and left him by himself then i told him of the judge they have that lives in a rock and he said he would see him and make a noise about the way in which he had been used let us go and find the marsh king cried several voices at once and so it was agreed that as soon as the sun sunk down behind the hills they would form a company and march forth to find boom a room their king it was growing dark when the frogs on long pond edge in the puddles down deep by the grassy roadside were beginning to tune their little fiddles for the night songs all at once they heard the rock frog cry loudly clock a clock clock a clock clock a clock now this it was well known was the cry that the rock frog was to send forth when he wanted assistance or that his friends should come to him as long as he sat before his doorway and merely croaked kerchunk kerchunk no special notice was taken of it but as soon as he cried clock a chalk clock a chalk clock a chalk it meant i want you i want you hark cried one of the frogs the judge is calling us and as they listened sure enough they heard plainly the cry which meant i want you i want you in a moment the rock was dark with frogs who squatted about some close to the hole or door to see what judge kerchunk might want or need he croaked in low muttering tones listen from my high perch here on the rock i hear sounds from afar that are fast coming near some strange frogs are on their way toward the pond it may be that some of the marsh frogs are coming to look for their chief if that is the case let us be ready scarcely had the words been spoken when the great squad of frogs were seen hopping along in orderly fashion from the direction of the marsh and now making straight for the rock what shall you do asked the big bullfrog of judge kerchunk i shall tell the truth and not get angry replied the judge the marsh frogs had chosen a fine great speckled fellow to speak for them and the long ponders made way for the marshers as they hopped up the sides of the rock and asked for judge kerchunk the marshers were very polite in their speech and as the rock frog told just what had happened to their chief the damp little fellows from the marsh had to confess that their leader had made a great mistake in getting angry and that alas it was his own fault that he had refused to listen to warning words and had been so cruelly snapped away he was indeed a good king piped one no doubt answered the rock frog kindly and a whole chorus of long ponders took up the cry no doubt no doubt no doubt he taught us many useful things said another no doubt again answered judge kerchunk and all through the woods rang the loud agreement from the long ponders no doubt no doubt no doubt 
the next question was not soon answered now what are we to do asked the appointed speaker from the marsh we are very forlorn at missing our good king from our marshy home we know how little hope there is for any creature that is once grabbed in the great talons of our worst air giant the eagle but once in a while it happens that something escapes him yet how shall we know or what can we do the frogs from the pond and the frogs from the marsh look at each other they swell out their breasts and swallowed and swallowed till it would seem their throats must have ached then judge kerchunk croaked slowly and honestly i will do what i should want your king to do for me had i been the one clutched up by the air giant if in any way i can help him i will i think all the long pond frogs will do the same if we can we will help to get boom a room home as the rock frog looked around to see what the long ponders would say they broke into a roaring echo get boom a room home get boom a room home get boom a room home the marshers nodded their thanks for they could not make their croakings heard so mighty was the boom of the long ponders off they hopped seeming a little more cheerful than when they came and the same gentleman who had been out driving the evening before happened to again pass by with this lady said with a laugh i do believe the frogs in this region are trying to get some poor fellow or some wilful or some unfortunate fellow home only hear what a strange cry they are sending forth he stopped the horse again and the lady laughed too as from pond edge mud puddle and rock came the solemn croak get boom a room home get boom a room home get boom a room home poor little fellows exclaimed the lady i do hope they will get mr boom a room home as is the habit of the frog to keep up through the night any cry he starts in the evening all the long hours while the moon was climbing higher and higher in the sky and while the stars were twinkling and blinking in the deep blue overhead casting bright gleams along the pond the frogs carried out their promise over and over to try to get boom a room home again then when the moon went down the stars grew pale and gleamed the great glorious sun the frogs grew silent and sank to rest end of chapter three recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c